Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deep Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, good afternoon. Today's Friday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, and we'll read the first reading today from 1 Timothy. Beloved, teach and urge these things. Whoever teaches something different and does not agree with the second, uh, sorry, with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the religious teaching is conceited, understanding nothing, and has a morbid disposition for arguments and verbal disputes. From these come envy, rivalry, insults, evil suspicions, and mutual friction among people with corrupted minds, who are deprived of the truth, supposing religion to be a means of gain. Indeed, religion with contentment is a great gain, for we bought nothing into the world, just as we shall take just as we shall not be able to take anything out of it. If we have food and clothing, we shall be content with that. Those who want to be rich are falling into temptation and into a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evils, and some people in their desire for it have strayed from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pains. But you, man of God, avoid all this. Instead, pursue righteousness, devotion, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Compete well for the faith. Lay hold of eternal life, to which you were called when you made the noble confession in the presence of many witnesses. Father. Okay. So today in this first reading, um, St. Paul tells uh, Timothy, he says, Indeed, religion with contentment is a great gain. Uh, just as we shall not be able to take anything out of it, if we have food and clothing, we shall be content with that. Those who want to be rich are falling into temptation and into a trap. So <clears throat> it kind of talks about the secret to contentment, which is counterintuitive to what we think contentment is. Um, you know, our flesh is consciously desiring more stuff, more health, more things, more life more vacations more whatever in a sense that would make us happy but he says for the love of money is the root of all evil so what are what are ways there's two ways i think that are growing that we can grow in contentment and i actually uh, found this on a website called the catholicgentleman.com you can read the whole article if you like called contentment the secret of happiness and when i read it i kind of thought to myself is how content do i find myself on a daily basis and I think when we're not content, it's because our focus is on the wrong things. And, you know, he uh, he starts off this article talking about how him and his friend were going to uh, basically shoot some things as a <laughs> as a fun activity. And his friend pulled out of his um, bag an IPAC. I don't know if you remember this IPAQ. Uh, it was the rage in the tech world. And it had back in the day, 128 megabytes, which is nothing today. And people paid back then 600 bucks, which is a lot of money. And uh, so they were going to blow this thing up. And he thought himself, thought to himself as he, as they shot this thing, with, as, as long as well as old televisions and other things, is don't get attached to the toys the world offers. And uh, so in this article, he said, and actually many saints have said the same, is that appreciation is the first step to contentment. And it says, first, gratitude. The world thrives on discontent and it promises that happiness comes with buying just one more thing. Uh, a friend of mine, a priest who had uh, taken marketing class, 
classes, I realized that basically most marketing uh, or commercials that sort of plug into our inner uh, the inner sin of greed is that basically the, the commercial goes like this. Everyone else out there is happy. You're not. You're a loser. But if you buy this thing for 1990, $19.99 or drink this beer or drive this car, you too will have the happy life that they should, that you see in this commercial. Um, now, I'm not saying that's completely true, but if you look at most commercials, that's basically what it's saying. Everyone else has beautiful smiles and you know, they look very healthy and they look super happy and uh, they're just running around hand in hand, running down into a, at the beach and they have perfect food and everything looks great and uh, they've got no wrinkles and whatever. And, uh, but um, that, you know, that's not true. None of that's true. And, um, but I think one of the problems is that um, we are surrounded by thousands of gifts from God. And most of them cannot be bought in the store. We simply don't pay attention to what we have, and we are not grateful. Uh, G.K. Chesterton uh, said, I'll give you two of his quotes. He said, the aim of life is appreciation. There's no sense in not appreciating things, and there's no sense in having more of them if you have less appreciation of them. <laughs> it's a great play on words. Uh, I'll read that again. The aim of life is appreciation. There's no sense in not appreciating things, and there's no sense in having more of them if you have less appreciation for them. Once again, you know, an iPad gets old, and everything gets old, and everything has a sell-by date. Another thing he says here is uh, um, he talks about grace. Now, grace, when we say grace, we're actually giving thanks, and it's a grace actually to be thankful but he says this, and once again, a play on words. You say grace before males, all, all right, but I say grace before the concert and the opera, and grace before the play and the pantomime, and grace before I open a book, the grace before sketching, painting, swimming, fencing, boxing. Wow, I used to box. Walking, playing, dancing, and grace before, before I dip the pen in the ink. And basically, what G.K. Chesterton is saying is everything is a, is a grace moment, and we should be thankful for that. And I do think that one of our struggles in our prayer life is we do tend to not focus on what we do have, and we focus precisely on what we don't have, especially when it seems like we're being things are being taken away from us, you know, like health or, you know, maybe uh, there's a financial problem a person's going through. Um, they lost a certain. They're not. They don't have a certain. Um, capability they used to have and whatever it might be but uh, if you look at any website about how to get out of sadness they always start with gratitude second detachment enjoy things gratefully to see them what they are quickly passing ultimately unsatisfying um, and the reason we are unhappy is that we see things as ends of themselves and i think one point that he makes in his article is that sa the saints were happier than we are because they were deeply convinced of the ephemeral nature of created things. Uh, and does that mean that saints never took pleasure in anything? Of course not. In fact, it took far less to please the saints because their joy was spiritual, right? That's why St. Paul speaks about this, is that, um, you know, that if we really want to find contentment, what does he say in today's reading? He says, well, first he says, but for the love of money is the root of all evil, and many of some many and some people in their desire for have strayed from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pains 
it's interesting. He says many people are in pain because they keep seeking things that just are not satisfying. But then he goes, but you, man of God, avoid all this. Instead, pursue righteousness, devotion, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Compete well for the faith, lay holy, eternal life. And so that is the secret to contentment, is appreciation, gratitude. And secondly, detachment. And uh, I find that, uh, you know, people, if they can look back and say, you know, I had some good times, and but those times are over. I'm going to focus on what I can do now because those days are over and there's a new sort of horizon that God has for right now. They tend to be happier because they don't look at what they don't have. They look at the different ways that they can love God. So these are maybe two sort of suggestions on how we can grow in contentment. God bless you.